Dafyud Ches, we're five lines down. Boy Rova, Rova is following Shada. Rova assumes we already know the halacha we're about to jump into, which is that there's halacha that you have to write the shtar, the niar, the sefer of the site has to be written in the Shema. Rashi says, because it says in the Pasuk, Ayesha Shetavar Lavrocha Kinnam Kinnish Tev, Vasa Allah Hakoyin is Kola Torah Zois, Vasa Allah. Hakoin Vasalo means Lishma. Just like we have a din by get that again has to be written Lishma. So also the safer of the site has to be written Lishma. So now Rav has a few interesting shilas on how this could work out. By Rav. Cause of Bayes Begilish's You have two sites going on, maybe not at the same time, as we already said, Chavilas Chavilas. You talk about different in Yanam over there, but you have two of them that you're preparing for. So you write two Megillas, and you write each one Lishma. So therefore the, the Ksiva has been done Lishma. But Umachan Lusaych Kois Echon Mau. But then you actually erase them all into one kois. Maybe you have enough water for both of them, as we discussed, or Vias or, or Chetzi, whatever it is. And that, so what's the Shiloh? So Ksiva Lishma Binam Vaika is the Iker is that the Ksiva should be Lishma. And that you did. The Maisa Ksiva was fine. Or does the Mechika also have to be Lishma? Now you can't take this at face value because the Mechika was Lishma. Obviously, each Mechika of each Sefer was done the shame that Isha. So what does it mean? So look in Rashi. Rashi says on the last wide line, Mechika Nami, Bekois Lishma, Le'atzma, says Rashi, She Nikar HaMechika She Lishma. So says Rashi, it's not enough that the actual mice of Mechika is Lishma, but it has to be Nikar what you're doing. So it's not enough that the Kayin has in mind, because he's obviously doing each Mechika by itself, or each, with each Sefer, but it has to be Nikar, Mitech the Maisev, at the end of it, that it was done Lishma, so maybe if you do both into one Kois, that is not going to be Nikar. Vimtim Salamir says, Rav, a secondary Shaila. Vimtim Salamir, Be'ina Nami Mechika Lishma. If you say that, Enachanami, if you do them both into one cup, it would not be good because the Maisa Mechika is not clear at the end of it that it was Nikar Lishma. But, Machim of Ace what if you did do them into two Kaisers? So the Maisa Mechika itself was Lishma. The Chazer Ve'irva and Ma'u. And then you mix the Kaisers back together. So Ma'u, Mechika Lishma Be'ina Ve'ika. So you did a Ksiva Lishma. You at as man Mechike was Taka Nikar. Or do you say now you have the same problem in the Shtia? Because now each one, even if they're drinking, and maybe you don't need to drink all of it, we'll see in the Gemara another Shaila in a second. But the the Shtia is not a Shtia Lishma, because it's not Nikar again that they're, what they're drinking is theirs. They might be drinking partially theirs, partially someone else's, and that itself seems to be a concern in the Lishma part of it. And says Rabbim that is a problem of Lishma. So what if you did a proper Ksiva, you did a proper Mechika into separate crisis, you mix them up, and then you say, Oh, I forgot I'm not supposed to mix them up, and you separate them back out now into two crisis. So what's the Shiloh? So now Mao Yesh Braira So now we have a Braira issue. Remember here the Braira issue, again, the way we're learning that it's a whole of the Shma issue. So just the question of now when you separate it, do we now say that it's Nikar Lishma when each one is drinking that she's getting the drink that was hers herself? It's not exactly clear. There's long tastes here about Brera, whether this is the classic Brera that we have in all of Shas or not, because it's not really clear if in the Gemara at this stage you need to even drink all of it. Even if you drink just one bit of it, Lechaira would be enough. We'll see in the Gemara in a second. But in terms of our Lishma aspect of it, is this Nikar Lishma when you separate them out, yes or no? And now the Gemara says, take. No, it's it, 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 it was separate. Correct. We, we knew what it was. Yes. So if you want, you can stay afterwards and we'll go through the tasers. Bye, Rava. Hishka besiv 
Oi, Mao. What if instead of we, we said you're supposed to drink it from the kais, and we said the kais is supposed to be a klicheris, what if you use a straw? A straw. Siv, according to my Rashi, Siv and Shreferis sound to be the same thing, made of two different types of materials, but they're both basically what we call nowadays a straw, a plastic straw. In those days it was made out of a reed of some sort, but you're not drinking it directly from the kais. You're drinking it, Rashi, is like a child would drink it. So now, is that called Derch The Pasuk says you have to be a Hishke. Three times, we'll see in the Gemara tomorrow. So you have to be Shtia. This is not called the normal way of drinking. Or is that, so is this considered a Vakim of a Hishke if you drink it through a straw as opposed to drinking it directly from the kais, teku, so the Gwarat Gemara says also a shah. Barivashi. Nishmechamehem v'nishtaymehem maus. It's not clear exactly if this is two shailas or one shailas. Some of the this is two separate shailas. Same concept that the first shaila is nishmechov, small amount of it spills out, but roiv of it is left in. What's the halacha? And v'nishtaymehem means the opposite. Roiv spills out and a little bit is left. Mao, do you have to drink all the water? Or if she drinks, and doesn't, it's not even clear if you have to drink all the water, or if it just in the kosher you're drinking from needs to be all the water. So both as we say, Teku, it's not clear what the halacha would be. Amar Zer, Amar getting back to the shvuas that we're making. So we talked yesterday in great detail about the ksiva of the shvuah onto the sefer. We never really went into the actual shvuah themselves. What's the structure of the shvuah she makes? So Amar Zer, Amar Rav, What is this idea of two shvuahs? We talked about yesterday of we have the first shvuah we had in Pasuk Yotas, then we had the second shvuah in Pasuk Chaf and Chafalaf. What is the idea of making a two shvuah? Normally a person comes to Bezdin and you say, you make one shvuah, right? I owe the money, I don't owe the money. That's all. What, what is this double shvuah business? So, so, so he says, B'Shem Rav, one is before the Mechika, she makes a Shvua, and one is after. That makes no sense. Maskeflo Rava, what are you talking about? Both of them in the Parsha are before the Mechika. She makes both Shvuas, and then we write it down, and then we erase it into the Kais. So what is this idea of the two Shvuas? You didn't explain anything. I'll tell you what he meant. If you look carefully, you'll see that one is a shvur on the Maisa. Was she mazane? Was she not mazane? And one is a shvur asa ola. Shvur asa ola means on the punishment, on the curse, on the klala, you make a shvur on that as well. What does that mean? Says the dummy. So what is a shvur with an Allah? What is a shvur without an Allah? So the has a few attempts just to explain. Again, we're not ch- discussing the words that she says. The words that she says, if she says in Lush and Kaidish, are the words in the Torah, exactly the way they're written. If she says them in some other language, whatever it is, English, French, doesn't matter, the Rambam says, a folk, it has to be specifically in a language she does understand. And normally, we normally say that uh, Lush and Kaidish works for anything. You say Kriyashma Lush and Kaidish, even though you don't understand it, it works. But I say that's not true. Because by Saita, she's making a shvur. You can't make a shvur that you don't understand what you're saying. So it has to be in some language she understands. So when you're translating the words of the Lush and Kaidish into some other language, you have to sort of translate. Anytime you translate, you're tweaking the words a little bit. So it has to make sure it fits this structure. So what is the structure over here? Some of Amar Rav, like this, Meshpiyani Alecha The first attempt, he says, to explain this is, we make the woman make a shvur. Remember, she's insisting she's innocent. So we make her make a shvur that she did not do a maizaz nos. She'im nitmeis. And you should know, if you did it, then you'll drink the water and it will kill you. That's the double shvua. I'm a rubber, that's not a double shvua. 
You're not, you're, you, you have nothing over here. You're making a shvua on that you did not do the Maisa's Nus. And you happen to be mentioning that she will be punished if she's lying. But you're not making a shvua on the punishment. You're making a shvua on the Maisa, and then you're mentioning the punishment. That's not what we're talking about. We said it's called shvua sa'ala, a shvua about the punishment itself. So that first attempt we put away. Elam Rabba Rabba says the second attempt. Mashpiani Alecha, we make her make a shua. The shua is we're making you a shua. Sheim nitmeis. If you're guilty, Yavibech, you will be you will be you will be killed, and the the water will do its activity. Says, but it still doesn't work. Amar Ravashi, Allah Ika Shvua Lecha. According to a, that explanation, you're only swearing about the punishment. We're making you swear that if you are guilty, you will be punished through the Mayimarim. But you're not making her make a Shvua that she's claiming that she's not guilty. You have to have two parts here. Elam Ravashi, this is the final explanation. We had a double Shvua. Mashpiyani Alecha Shleinit Meis. First point is make a Shvua that you are not guilty. She's insisting she's not guilty. And then Ve'im Nitmeis and a second Shvua that you should know that if you are guilty, Yavibech, you will be punished. So she has to basically accept the punishment. It's like an acceptance of those punishments. Two Shvuas. Shvua number one, she swears she's innocent. Shvua number two, she swears that she understands that if she's lying about the first Shvua, that Akash and the Pesukim are going to punish her by, by the Maimarm. So it's sort of like a double shvua. One is a shvua on the Maisa, Rashi calls a shvua sa'isha on her activities. And the second is a shvua sa'ala that she understands that she will be punished uh, by the Maimarm if she is guilty. And again, we don't see this Paskin anywhere because this is just an explanation of what the words are. It's a confirmation of the mass of Hashem, what he will do. Yes. Sort of. That, yes. I swear. I swear that I understand yeah. it. Not swearing that he no, will that do it. That I, no, no, I'm okay. swearing that I understand that Akash Baruch said this is going to happen. It's on her. It's her understanding of it. Yeah. Says the Mishnah. We said at the end that she says, Vamra Isha, Amen, Amen. That is a strange Russian. Why is she saying a double Russian? Now, Pashupshat, as the Mishnah is going to say, of course, we just said there's two Shuas. Shua on the Maisa and a Shua on the Ola. So you have to have an Amen on each one. But the Gemara says it's much more than that, says the Mishnah. So first of all, Amen ala Ola, Amen ala Shua. One is on the action, the Shua action part of the Shua, and one is on the punishment part of the Shua. That's good. But the Gemara says, and the Gemara here does not explain how we get all these double drushes. There's a Tesos and Kedushin, which tries to work out how we learn out all these multiple drushes from this word, Amen vi Amen. But this is where the Mishnah says it. Amen mi Amen mi Oh. We have a concept over here called Gilgul Shvua, which is that he gave her Kinoi from Ruvain. I don't want you going to be Yichud Ruvain. She went into Yichud with Ruvain. She was Nister with Ruvain. <coughs> so you come to Bezdin, you come to the, the Bezdin Agadot to do a Maisa Saita because of what we're afraid she did with Ruvain. But as part of this concept, we actually can also say to her, we ha- you have to make a shvua that not only did you not do anything with Ruvain, you didn't do anything with anybody else either. That maybe Ruvain was just a, di- a diversion. And really there was some other bile somewhere. So you have to, amen, amen, amen that I did nothing with Ruvain. Well, this is the suspicion. And amen that I didn't do it me also. Amen shoshatisi arusa v'nesua. Here it gets more complicated before you turn. I also, if the woman is an arusa at this stage, she does not do saita. Saita is only when you're in a sua. However, once he makes her a saita when she's in a sua, he can be megalgal and say, I also am chayshish that you did something when you're also an arus. 
This is what we call Gilgal Shur. Look in the bottom Rashi. Ayyade Gilgal Shur, who megalgalovs Nushal Erison, Afa Bishlahayat Bakino. There's no Kinoi Bashas Erison. Umikan says Rashi, the Gilgal Shur Manatar. This is a general concept we have in all Shurs that when any time you have a Tain and a Nitta, and one of them can make the other one make a Shur, let's say by Bayer Mikzas. So once I'm making you make a Shur by Bayer Mikzas, I can say you also have to add on to that Shur another case where you're Kaifra Kol. We're not going into all the, the details of it, but that's the concept of Gilgul Shvuas here also. Once he makes or make a Shvuah on one man, or makes makes a Shvuah on Nisuin, he can be Megalgul Shvuah and make her add on another Shvuah which she would normally not have to make. And therefore the Amen the Amen, now it's not clear in the Gemara here, when you say Amen the Amen, does that mean the Baal has to say these things? Oh, by the way, have in mind also that this goes on something about the Eris, or this goes on another man, or is it automatically built in? There's a Lushan in the Ramam, which seems to be mashma that the Baal has to say it. Most Rishonim say the Baal does not have to say it. It's just automatically built in. Again, when we when we teach her what she's, the Shua, and we teach her the nature of the Amen V'Amen, we tell her, by the way, when you say Amen Amen, A, you're including this man, you're including another man, you're including a Maises Nus that happened now, you're including a Maises Nus that might have happened earlier. And another example that says the Mishnah is Vishemeris Yavam Vikanusa. The same thing could happen if she was married to Shimon, Shimon dies, she falls to Yibam to Ruvain, the brother, because uh, she didn't have children yet. So when she's in Shemar Shavim, there is no Din Saita. Shimon doesn't go, right? So Ruvain then goes ahead and marries her and does Yibam to her. Then Ruvain is Chosha, she's Mazana with somebody else, and he tells her, and he brings it to Bezdin, etc. He can also be Megalgal her Shvua for the time she was a Shemar Shavim. Even though they were not yet married at that stage, he can tell her, say to her, you have to make an Amen vi Amen, including any Znus you might have done when you were just a Shemar Shavim. We'll see more details in the Gemara. And says the Mishnah, finishing up, Obviously, the Pashup Shad, and this is the, the, on all of these concepts, is that if I was Mazana to this man or to another man, or it was Be'eris and Obedisun, or it was when we were already married, or it was Be'eris Yavim, then the Amen V'Yamen is Amen that I did not do anything, and I mean, if I did do something, then the Memoram should test me. Remeir, throws an amazing point. Not only does it work for now, but it works for the future as well. When the woman says, hold on, we'll see in the bar, we'll see in the word that you make a double amen, amen that I did not do anything, and amen that yeah. I will not do anything. And if I do, hold on, we'll see in the bar, and if she does later on be mezana, then this water will then test her. How does it work? The Gemara will explain. Hakol Shovin. However, says the Mishnah, everybody agrees. He can't say, you know, when we were dating before the Arison, I thought you were already messing around with somebody else. I want you to make a shua on that. That he cannot include. Because even if she was mezana with someone at that stage, it would not asser her on him at all. If he cannot say, by the way, I want to bring that back up. And there's a, there's a tricky question of what the gears over here is. We'll just read it where we have it. And also, he cannot say, even though he can make a, for the future, or like we said, you cannot make a shvua for the time when they're divorced. And the halacha is, if Ruben is married to a woman, and he divorces her, she can go have this with anybody she wants, in terms of the marriage. And then Ruben can marry her back. The only time Ruben is not allowed to marry her back is if she marries 
somebody in the interim. If she's just mezana with someone in the interim, she's allowed to marry back to Ruvain. So Ruvain cannot make Saita, according to a marriage that you can do it for the future, it has nothing to do with the time when they were not married in the future. That doesn't work. Right? Even if it's in the interim, some type of interim period where they're married, they got divorced, and the past or the future makes no difference. That is not a time that she would become usher to him, therefore he cannot include that in the Yom and Yomim. Zakhal says the Mishnah. If a Demaisa's nurse that we're discussing would not answer her to him, that cannot be included in the Amin Amin. Amin Amin is only on a Maisa's nurse that he's accusing her of that if she was guilty would make her answer to him. So it has to be during some time of marriage or Shemaris Yavim, etc. The Gemara will ask a few shadows about this. Amin Ramnuna, let's jump into one point. Says Ramnuna, let's go back to Mesechtas Yavamas. A Shemaris Yavim Shazinsa Asur Says Ramnuna, we learn from our mission over here that if a woman is a Shemeris Yavam, she's waiting to do Yibum, and she's Mazana outside to a non Yavam, she now becomes Asa to the Yavam. He has to Chalitza, maybe, but when he does not, you can no longer do Yibum. She becomes Asa to the Baal. This is considered like a Baal. Says Ramnuna, how do I know? That's our Mishnah. It says by the Mishnah that she can make a, 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 the Amin V'yamin. Is whether she was Mazana when they were married, or Mazana when she was a Shemer, And, that if she had a Maisa's Nus when they were Shemer, she would become Asur to him, then it makes sense, you can include that in the Amin V'yamin. If you're going to say when she's a Shemer, she is not going to be Asur to the Baal, to the Yovim, if she's Mazana, then how can that be included? So it says, we can learn from our Mishnah that the Mishnah is paskining that a Shemeris Yovim that's Mazana is like a regular Ashish Ish that's Mazana. Just like an Ashish Ish that's Mazana becomes also the Baal of the Boil. So also a Shemeris Yovim that's Mazana is also the Baal of the Boil. Otherwise, you could not be included in the Yom and Yom. But in Eretz Yisrael, they said, We don't pasch like Ram Nuna. And we pasch it that a Shemeris Yovim, that's Mizaneh, does not become also to the Yovim. Also, how do you learn our Mishnah? There is such a Shita, that Shita should be Akiva. And our Mishnah goes according to Rabbi Akiva, but we don't pasch it like that. What's the issue? Shemeris Yovim is not an Eshesish. A Shemeris Yovim, that Mizaneh is definitely not getting skill or curries or anything like that. The worst she's doing is being over a lav in the Torah. Rabbi Akiva Lashitasi holds that there's no difference in terms of Kedushan being typhus by an Asure lav or Asure Kares or Asure Chiv Misa. It's all the same. Rabbi Akiva holds it's all the same erva. And therefore, just like an Asus Ish, whose Mazana is also the Baal of the Boil, a Shemeris Yavim, whose Mazana is also the Baal of the Boil. But we Paskin, not like Rabbi Akiva, we Paskin if someone is only a of Lav. A Kedushan could be Typhus. So if a man goes over to a Shemeris Yovim and is Mekadishur, a non-Yovim, so I'm a stranger, is Mekadishur, this one was a Shemeris Yovim, according to Mekiva, the Kedushan is not Typhus. According to us, it's only a of Lav, the Kedushan would be Typhus. And therefore, according to us, we do not treat it like a Surah We would say if she's Mazana, it's not going to be a Surah And therefore, according to us, Enechanami, she, the, once the Yovim marries her, and then she becomes a Saita, he cannot be Megalgal Ashua for the Jma of Shemeris Yavim, because that's not as man of a Bia that would have answered her onto him. So our Mishnah is accurate, but only according to Shitzur Be'akiva, we don't pass like that particular point in the Mishnah. 
So now Rav says, okay, let's take it a step further. What if Reuven was married to a woman that got divorced, then they were separated for a while, and then they got remarried, and now she becomes a Saita. So can he be megalgal to her as that she might have done during the first marriage? Right? They, there was an interim period where they were not married at all. So if he was married now and he wants to be megalgal for another while, another boil or another time, we said you could. Or Arison. What if it was a whole different marriage? Same husband, but a different marriage. Or on the Suyachivma, what if the Yavim is uh, does Yibum? And now he, we said, he, we discussed, maybe he can be Megalgal Shemeris Yovim. What about forget Shemeris Yovim? What if he accuses her of being Mazana on his brother? So six months ago when my brother was alive, I think you were Mazana with some other guy and you cheated on my brother. Can you be Megalgal that? Because that taka is a time where it definitely would be also. She was an Asha Sish. Now, again, this gets into the basic question we've had in the Homo Saftas Yovimus is. Is the Yiba marriage a continuation of the original marriage, or is it a separate marriage? This is clearly seeming to indicate that it's a continuation. So, Ma'ot Tashma, Zaklav, Mishnah says, Kol Shati Boil, anytime we're dealing with a Maisa's Nus, V'loyte Yisrael Avloya Masnima, Ha'asira, if it was any Maisa Bia that would make her usher on this husband, then Ha'chanami Damasna, and therefore he can take in a Chanami, says the Moshe Shemamina, he can be Megalgal Ashwan on an earlier version of this marriage that he had, and he can even be Megalgal Ashwan that maybe she was Mazane when she was married to his brother. You could even do that and go so far because any of those Maisebiyas would talk Asr on this husband. Now let's get into Remeir. Remeir, Remeir, Amen Shalai Netamei, Seva Amen Shalai Etamei. Tanya. Loi Kishom Remeir, Amen Shalai Etamei, Shem Tetamei, Mayim Baikin Asim Don't think that Remeir means that we're doing one of these Yedian Bechira jobs and we're going to say that, well, the Rebbe knows in the future you're going to be Mazana, and therefore you're going, to blow, you're going to blow up right now. No, 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 no. The Rebbe does not say that. There's no such thing as the Rebbe donning you now, because the Rebbe knows a, a woman's going to be Mazana. That's not what it means. It's not going to work, Mayakshom. If she ever in the future is Mazana, what does it mean? Look at Rashi, an amazing Rashi. Rashi has Ma'arin. I saw four lines down in the Y lines of Rashi. In the future, if she's ever Mazana on this husband for sure, the water comes back up into her throat. Like when someone chokes on a liquid, like it chokes up and gets thrown. So if she's ever Mazana, says Remer, this water will check her for the future as well. And then she will re-choke on the water and it will be re her. And then she could die later on from this already for what's going on over here. Serious reflux. Yeah, yeah. serious reflux. So maybe she takes some, some, some Tums or something like that. Okay? Okay. So according to a mayor that you can do that and it works for the future, does that work only for the future of the existing marriage? Or does it also work for the future of a second marriage? Meaning, if the Ruben and Rachel are married and she does say then she's innocent, no problem. But he says, for the future. Then they get divorced and then they get remarried. Would Remeir agree that that Mayim could check even in the second version of this marriage? Right, he cannot make that tonight now because that's for a future marriage. So it could work. 
So Tashma Hakol Shavin Shloim Masni Muloyal Kolim Shetaris Loyachet Tishkaris Nistol Lachet Shenitva Venitmas Berachet Zvenel Loyer Masta. We said you cannot make a Tanai for the time when they are divorced. If you make the Tanayim not from the time where they're divorced, but you make it for when we're going to get remarried in the future, in the Tanayim, you see, at least according to Mary, that you can do it for the future as well. It definitely would work, not only for this continued marriage, but even if they get divorced and get remarried, he can be magogal into the future as well. This is not so simple. The Pesach says, so that's at the end. It's like a, a summary sentence at the end of the parsha. So what does it mean? Zois toiras hakenois. Says the more melamed sheisa sheisa v'shaina. It says zois toiras toiras is like a lashon rabim, and therefore you can a person can be according to this Tanakama can accuse his wife multiple times. And he could take her to Besdin once and drink the water. And he could take her to Besdin a second time and drink. Not, not for the same mice, of course. But if he does another mice kinoi and another mice stira, you could do it a second time. You could do it a third time. You could do it a fourth time. Multiple times is all fine. If you die, Mary, Zoe, Shane, Isha, Soisha, Visayna. Beauty says, no. No, it's a one, one time per marriage deal. You can only buy one ticket. You cannot do this multiple times in a marriage. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. There was a Tana named Nechunia Chayfer Sheikh, and Rashi says he was famous for digging the wells by the other Golem, that people should be able to have water. So that was his job, so he was famous for that. And he said that he remembers hearing in the Beis Medrash, He said, I have a Kabbalah from my Rebbe that there is such a thing of drinking twice. Okay, Nebuchadnezzar Huda just said, said, it does work. So how do I reconcile what I said, Rabbi anoshim. We said, says Rabbi we explained that when Nechunia said you could do it twice, it means with two different husbands. If you have two different husbands, each husband has an opportunity to do a separate soita. But not if it's the same husband. By the same husband, Zois says only one marriage. Only one soita per marriage. But if it's multiple marriages, each marriage can have different. So he holds that, uh, that, uh, that Yibum is not a continuation. This has nothing to do with Yibum. This is about separate marriages. Separate marriages. Nothing to do with Yibum. Hold on, hold on. Let's get through. Hold on. Let's go through the sheet. There's no we can discuss. So that's we have the first sheet, which says do whatever you want as many times as you want. Behudu says no once per once one time, and now he clarified that it meant once per marriage. disagree. say no, 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 not once per marriage. Never one time life lifetime. That's it. What are we talking about? Says my Tanakamu said you could do as many times as you want, but the word Zeus is mashed for one time. And for Rabbanu, who said you can never do multiple, Rabbanu Basroi, Nami, Hoksif Tairas, which is mashra plural. So the words itself of the Pasuk are a steam and they obey. Zeus is mashra one time, and Tairas is mashra multiple times. So if Yehuda, who said it makes sense, depends if you're talking about the same husband or different husband. It's one time per husband. So then you could take care of Zeus, you could take care of Tairas. But the Tanakam, who said you could do as many as you want, and the Rabbanu Basroi, the second Rabbanu, who said you could only do it one time no matter what, how do they learn the Pesukim? So I'm a Rav Rav is like this. I'll explain it to you. Be'ish echad u'bayal echad. So till now we've been discussing one husband or a second husband. What about, who's the bayal over here? Are we talking about the same guy she's been accused of cheating with the whole time or not? So it says Rav like this. Be'ish echad, if it's the same husband, u'bayal echad, and the same person he did kini with, there's no such thing as the same husband accusing the same wife of cheating with the same man multiple times. 
Right? First of all, according to a mayor, you don't have to worry about it. It's a tamid. But if you hold on like a mayor, Zay says you can only do it once. Period. The Ksib Zayis. That everybody agrees to. No machlekes. If it's a second husband and the person she's being accused of being mezana with is different in each marriage, then Then for sure she can drink. Separate husbands and separate boil, no question. Because that's Tyrus. There is a, everybody agrees sometimes you can only have one and sometimes you can have multiple. That's no question. Kipligi, you know where this whole machlekes is? If you have same husband, two different boils, or one boil but two different husbands. So how do you work it out as follows? Tanakama Savar, the first time of the Brisa hells like this. Tairas is the Rebuye Kule. Tairas says that you can drink as many times as you want. Zois, when it says Zois, that's the Mu'ute Ishechel Boyalechel. The only time you cannot drink multiple is if it's the same husband with the same boil. But as long as it's either different husbands or different boilim, then you can have multiple drinks. That's the first sheet. Rabbanu Masrai, the last sheet to hold, Zeis is the mutekuli. Zeis says, generally speaking, you can only do it once in a lifetime, period. Tyras is the rebuye, the extreme other case. If you have two husbands and two boyalim, that's when you can have a second drink. So it's another husband with a different boyal, but if it's the same husband or the same boyal, no drinking a second time. That's the two extremes. Then we get Behuda. Yehuda says, Zois is the Mute Tarti, and Tyrus is the, the Rabbi's Tarti. Zoy, we have four cases. Zois uh, is Mamayatu, and Tyrus is Lemarbetu. What are they? Zois the Mute Tarti means Ish Echad or Bayal Echad. If it's the same husband and the same Bayal, no drinking a second time. And Ish Echad Bayalim. If it's the same husband with two Bayalim, also no drinking a second time. Which means, according to Yehuda, it depends on the husband. If it's the same husband, you can never give to drink a second time. Why? Hold on, Rashi will explain. But if Tyrus is Rebuyatite, but there is a case where you can have double, which is If it's two husbands, then I don't care if it's one bile or two bile. If it's a different husband, so according to Behuda, each husband can give to drink, right? So if it's one time. So if you have one husband, you're only drinking one time. If you have two husbands, each one can give one time. How do you know to split it up that way? How do you know to split it up that each husband can do once? Maybe it's not a question of husband. Maybe it's a question of the boil. That each, that's, one, that's one time for them, but it depends on the number of boil. Look in Rashi. Very nice Rashi over here. Rashi says, Yehuda. A little long, we'll read it. Svirle, the Akashariba Kosavumia, the Torah says one includes multiple and one excludes. Vulai Pirish Mariba Mamiat, Al Korkhalai Mosar Kosam and Chachamala Farish. It's up to Chazal to figure it out. The Fichachmosum, Umariba Mamiat. It's an interesting way of approaching a drusha. Torah doesn't say what's the reboy, what's the mean. It's up to Chazal to figure it out. So what's the logic? Where's the Gvaldiga logic? Umistabra says Rashi. The Reboy Anoshne Anoshim Koi. Two husbands, each one can give to drink. Even if it's the same guy she's cheating with the whole time. Why? Once the husband already did kine to her, and she came out innocent the first time, then we're afraid that the husband is a troublemaker. Not the wife's a troublemaker. The husband's a troublemaker. He accused her. Nothing happened. She drank the water. She came out innocent. So now he's going to accuse her again. We're going to believe her again? Come on. Right, leave him again. And therefore, it says Rashi, Yehuda holds that Chazal looked at it and said, "The Torah said 
says either one husband or one boil only could drink once. It makes more sense to us that a husband gets one chance to accuse his wife of this. If he accuses her and goes through this whole process and she turns out innocent, then we assume that he's just a troublemaker and we do not ever let him do it a second time. If she ever gets divorced and the husband he dies and she gets remarried to somebody else, then you can do it. But it's much for this Gemara that even if it's the same husband, even if they get divorced and get remarried, he won't be able to do it again, even if it's a second marriage with the same husband, because we already think that he's a troublemaker and therefore he's out of the picture. Adar Allah, Oya Mevi.